Welcome back to Mommyhood Redeemed. I am here with my good friend Vanessa. Hey guys. And I think her and I both are very thankful for the kindness of the Lord putting us through or, you know, having this quarantine go on when it's springtime and warm and for the most part our kids can be outside. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful, especially being here in the South where the summers are super super humid and hot and so mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to be out we'd need a pool to be able to be outside all right the time. So, yes I'm so thankful um you know they say that a habit is formed in about 30 days I mean I guess you can look it up and they've got all different numbers but we'll just go with 30 days and <laughs> truth be told I think this new normal that we're living in seems to be forming some habits I'm sure many of us are going to take well with us into the future good things and allowing us also to recognize some other habits that we're probably not very proud of. Uh, It's funny how this staying home has become normal um, for our family. In fact, my kids don't even ask anymore about going out anywhere or doing anything because (laughs) they've just become accustomed to this new life, their quarantine life. Um, And it's just crazy even how much I think it's just revealing over here in our house. Oh, yeah. Same goes for us over here. It's crazy how things change our behaviors. And today we wanted to talk about something that I'm sure most all of you have recognized through this quarantine life at home. Close quarters sure reveal a lot, don't they? Um, In fact, Rachel Zwayne said it well. Close quarters have a tendency to bring out the ugly attitudes within our hearts. While these types of family experiences are never fun, There are great opportunities for growth if we deal with them in the right way. Discuss with your children what God says about how we should treat each other and lead the way by being patient, humble, and quick to repent. What we've come to realize in this short four to six or so weeks that we've been locked up inside with our families is that there's a lot of sin in our hearts and in our children's that we have neglected to address and to deal with. The distractions of the week and the busyness have actually served us poorly and given us a great disadvantage. Being at home all the time with our whole families is actually a grace of God. It's allowing you to uncover those areas in everyone's hearts that have been avoided for far too long. We have both been so encouraged by the fact that even though there are so many unknowns right now of why everything is the way it is or why things are happening, We do know the God who knows it all and knows that even in this bitter hardship, he is working all things together for our good and his glory, making us more like Jesus and reminding us of our need for the gospel every moment of every day. Hmm. It's so true. Those things in our husbands or our kids and more importantly in us, the things that rub us the wrong way or bother us, the things we don't like, um, the things that we often push to the side in our own hearts and ignore, you know, the behaviors and patterns that we've always just pushed to the side and not dealt with because we don't have the time to, um, I think those are the very things that in God's grace and mercy, he is affording us the time now and the opportunity to really deal with them and to grow. And so today's the day. In Ephesians 5.16, Paul exhorts us to make the most of the time that we've been given because the days are evil. 
And that's exactly what we're being commanded to do right now. By God's grace, he has allowed us to have this bitter season to peel away at the layers of our heart and to make us more like him. And it starts with us in our homes. We first have to get the log out of our own eyes before we can start finger pointing and helping work on the specks in the eyes of those people that are in our home with us. Um, You know, if you look back over the past month or so, what are the areas in your heart that the Lord has uncovered that are ugly? Maybe it's your impatience or your lack of kindness. Maybe it's your laziness or your anger. You know, whatever it might be, the first thing is to acknowledge it and to repent of it. You know, we need to saturate our hearts and minds with his word. We need to look and see what does scripture say that pertains to these specific areas of struggle that we have in our own lives. And then seek to have the Lord refine your heart with his word. Um, to, you know, by meditating on his word, um, going to your spouse and asking for accountability. They're with you all the time now. So they can can be there to hold you accountable or you know even asking your children hey you know when mom is is getting too angry or whatever it might be tell me like call me out on my sin and then strive each day to wake up and to put on the armor of the lord and to go to battle against your flesh because that is the truth it's a battle and we know that we're weak and our tendency is to fall back into the patterns and the habits that we have allowed to fester for years in our hearts. But we need to commit to making each day a new opportunity to say no to the very sins that so easily entangle us and to choose to fight knowing that we have victory in Christ because of the glorious gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's such a sweet promise. Um, I know for me within, it was probably like the first seven or 10 days um, of this quarantine, the first week I was fine. And then uh, I was like, I got this. This isn't that bad. (laughs) Um, I homeschool. So it's not like my life changed that much, but I started to then like just be grumpy. And I just started to recognize, well, I didn't, but my husband did how easily I was just getting annoyed by certain things in our house or the way that my kids were doing things or how messy my house was getting because we were always home or about how I had to cook dinner every single day and just like make just more, I just felt like I had more work I had to do. And what I soon realized was that all these little distractions that I had had, whether it was going to co-ops or play dates or the park or even to the store or out to lunch or, you know, a movie night or to the gym or whatever it was, were actually not helping me or allowing me to really see and deal with sin in my own heart, which was really stemming from my desire for control and comfort in my own life. And God was using this season or is using this season to really strip away from me these desires and to reveal you know what, I'm in control. And you know what, life is not about you and your comfort. Life is about serving others because you're serving me. And at the end of the day, um, I'm so thankful because the Lord really has done, I feel like a 180 degree change in my heart and has just enabled me 
to fight my flesh each day. I'm not saying I haven't given in to the temptation to be frustrated or to wish like, I just want my own time back and whatever it is. But he has just been so kind to, to remind me each day that this is a battle. I am not here for myself. I am living for the Lord. And this is a good place for me to be. And at the end of the day, you know, the Lord has promised us that in this very season, wherever it is, wherever we are today, as always, he is working to make us more like Jesus by uncovering our wickedness, our sinfulness, and transforming our hearts and therefore our behavior. Oh, so true. And next, we are called to love our people. And one of the best ways we can love them is to encourage them with the gospel, either in their pursuit of Christ or in the hopes that they will come to know him. Both our kids and our husbands need us in this season, probably more than ever. God has given us a privileged opportunity to be around them more than ever right now, to see their hearts, you know, reflected in their attitudes and behaviors in a way that we probably don't normally get to see. We need to view this not as an annoyance or more work on our part even though it is more work to confront sin and deal with it, but rather as grace and mercy from the Lord that we get to be a part of the story he is writing in their hearts and lives. Look for ways that your husband can be encouraged during this time. Are there ways that you can forbear the very things that maybe are annoying you more than normal because of how often you are in each other's presence these days? Are you quick to forgive offenses? Remember, love covers a multitude of sins. It is easy to pick out flaws in our spouse, things that might not even be sin when we are with them 24-7, when in reality, they may be areas that are rather things we just need to forbear and overlook and let those areas actually refine our hearts. Um, What ways can you love your husband and encourage him in his walk with Christ? Is there sin in his life that's being revealed during this time that you can come alongside him with in fighting? How can you pray for him in the scripture? Could you encourage him? How can you encourage him with scripture? How can you help him? And, you know, (laughs) we've adjusted during this time, but sometimes it's been rocky and sometimes it's been smooth and it's probably been more rocky than smooth. But um, with a firefighter as a husband that continues to work uh, through this even more so now, um, I've had to show a lot of grace and um, selflessness and his long days at work have started to cause bitterness in my heart sometimes, um, when it seems like I'm the only one raising the kids and doing the hard afternoons and the wines and the messes. Um, and it's definitely caused sin in my heart and it's really helped to see, unfortunately, how normal, um, I thought my attitude was, you know, before all this. And it's, it's been compounded and, um, the Lord has opened my eyes to how this affects my husband and causes him to sin in frustration as well. And showing grace and selflessness and encouragement to him when he walks in the house, exhausted from a long night of work has really helped me, helped him see the Lord changing my heart. So changing my attitude and heart has helped encouraged and shown Jesus to my husband in the midst of this exhausting season. And what about our children? I know for us over here, we've had more sibling rivalry, disagreements and sin exposed than we often see in the day to day. But we've also had some of the sweetest bonding and growth I think I've ever seen in my kids' lives. 
I've been given fresh opportunities to teach my kids and had to love one, how to love one another to remind them of the blessing it is that they have one another and to just enjoy the day to day with one another. Um, I love that example with your husband and that's encouraging to me because I, I think I tend to get frustrated too and just be like, mm-hmm. Oh, why don't you do that? <laughs> when they're working right. hard to provide for our families. Um, you know, remember, nothing is more important in your life than being one of God's tools for a human soul. Perspective changes things. It changes things in your parenting when you remember that truth. You are in a privileged place, Mama, to get to be used by the hand of God to draw them to Him. Do you see your role as a missionary? You may not be using your gifts right now within the body of Christ like you would expect. Um, or maybe even how you'd want to in the church. But don't forget your gifts were tailor-made by God for not just the greater body of Christ, but to be the hands and feet of Jesus in your home to your husband and to your kids. And I think the Lord has really just um, used this season just to remind me of the privilege that it is that I get to be the very tool that God is using right now to till the soil in my children's hearts and to prayerfully water the seeds that have been planted and that I get to have a front row seat at what God's doing in their hearts. And I get to hear these questions and I get to hear their responses when we confront sin and when we grow together and when, you know, I see their forgiveness Mm -hmm. towards me. Um, And it's just a beautiful thing for me just to see that. And I think slowing down in this season has provided so many more opportunities for me not to feel rushed, but to be like, you know what, actually, I can actually sit down and deal with this discipline issue and actually deal with it because I have all the time in the world. And, you know, I can actually answer these questions and I can actually read this, you know, passage of scripture right now with my kiddo and really talk about it because we have the time and in this season of parenting, just with you and your husband, I think sometimes, to be honest, you know, it can feel lonely and hard and never ending. But listen to what Paul Tripp said in his book on parenting. In every moment when you are parenting, you are being parented. In every moment when you're called to give grace, you're being given grace. In every moment when you are rescuing and protecting your children, you are being rescued and protected. In every moment when you feel alone, you're anything but alone because he goes wherever you go. And the truth is God hasn't just sent you to do his work in the lives of your children. He will use the lives of your children to advance his work in you. Wow. I love that. It's so important to remember that as you're dealing with the hearts of your children, God's actually dealing with your heart too which I'm sure you have all noticed more (laughs) over the past month or so. Um, He went on to say that, parents, if your eyes ever see or your ears ever hear the sin and weaknesses of your children, it's never an accident. It's never a hassle. It's never an interruption. It's always grace. God loves your children, and because he loves them, he has placed them in a family of faith so that you can be his tool of convicting, forgiving, and transforming grace. Oh, I just, I love that book. And uh, maybe we can put it in our notes um, as a recommendation for you guys. But 
Sweet mamas, as we reflect over the past month or past month or so in quarantine, we can, can we acknowledge the fact that God is working in our hearts first and foremost, in the hearts of those we love uh, the most earthside? Can we in humility allow him to strip away from us those things that so easily entangle and press on towards the goal of Christ's likeness? Can we humbly admit our wrongs to our spouse and our children and seek forgiveness from them, and more importantly, with Christ? And can we in turn wake up each day with fresh perspective and strength, knowing that through Christ, because of the gospel, we can be transformed and have victory over sin? Can we allow the Lord to use us as tools in his hand to shape the hearts of our children, to look at their sin and see it as a gift rather than as an annoyance or burden? Can we ask God to use us to draw them to ourselves? Can we be encouragements to our husbands and help them in their pursuit of Christ in a tangible way each day? Can we pray for them, come alongside them in their weakness and sin, lovingly confront, and in humility point them to Jesus? Can we forbear the things that don't matter and love them with sweet Christ-like love? This quarantine has purpose, mamas, such good divine purposes. God has slowed us down for a purpose, and he wants to transform our hearts during this season and the hearts of our families. He wants us to see him as the most precious thing in all the world. He wants us to desire him more than anything, and he wants us to lean into him and to draw near to him and to rely on him and allow him to complete his purpose in us. He wants to use you, Mama, in big ways in your home, the mission field that he has placed you in, just like Esther, such a time as this. So thanks so much for listening today. We look forward to continuing on this journey with you all as we seek to redeem mommyhood every day for God's glory through the power of the gospel.